everybody and welcome to another episode of First and Last. My name is Josh and I am with the OG crew today. I got Joe. Hey man. And I got Jimmy. What is it that is up, dog? Does OG just mean original gangster or does it mean something yeah. else as well? Uh, I think it's just, yeah. Because I don't, I mean, I guess that I misspoke. Neither, none of us are original real gangsters. Gangster with an Speak ER for or yourself. an A. I don't know. I've done some money laundering, so... I could, I guess, I could Some qualify. Light treason. We're gonna qualify as original gangsters. Uh, well, hey everybody, welcome yeah. to the show, and thank you for listening. I appreciate you, and so do my two co-hosts. Don't speak for me. We'll see you next week. <laughs> and <laughs> bye. I, I do want to do something slightly different, and that is, oh, uh, well, it's not anything exciting. It's just that we do it at the end of the show, and I'm going to do it at the beginning of the show. If Talk you about are listening, if you're <laughs> listening to this show right now, and you have not rated us five stars Ooh. on the Netflix, no, just kidding, on the iTunes <laughs> or the Stitcher or whatever the hell you rate shit. <laughs> When it comes to podcasts, pause this. Pause this. <laughs> go go do that and come back. Write us a great review off of this first thirty seconds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tell everybody how good our intros are. Yeah. Um. I feel like I always do it at the end, and you know what? I want to yeah. do it at the beginning this week. Do it. Like you give it. us five stars. We give you five stars. You know how it goes. Yeah. You ever been in an Uber? That's how it works. <laughs> this is the same thing. <laughs> That's we how get podcasts also. Work. We have every one of your profiles, and we get to rate you on the internet. It's your internet <laughs> profile. You ride us, we ride you. What is it? We see you, John T. Montgomery in Columbia, Missouri. <laughs> he loves the pod. Loves the pod. He hasn't rated Thanks, us, but yet. you have not Big rated fan. us five stars yet. Um, well, speaking of that, what show are we doing today? We are doing Mash. Do, 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 do. Yeah, mechanical assault surveillance hub helicopters. Helicopters, that's what the show is about, right? Uh, I think it's like Mighty Morphin. What's wait? What's the second? (laughs) Mighty Amorphin (laughs) Sapower Rangers (laughs) Turbo. (laughs) (laughs) That's the reboot that's coming out. Uh, Can't wait. Mash. 2020. Mash is also that game. You, you guys remember like the like kids game Mash? Where you like, no, like, like write it down on a piece of paper. I remember. Oh yes, Mash Potatoes. Mm. I don't know what that is. You remember those? <laughs> remember those? <laughs> you heard of those? Yeah. Mash you like write down like four cars. Mash and, you like, like a hurricane. Four oh, countries. Man. Yeah, and, it was like, like what your future was going to be. Yeah, and like four ladies four in your spouses. class or something. Oh, are you S. talking about that like? Like origami crocodile thing that you well, like, whatever. That was something else. Yeah. Outcome oh. was similar, but Mash was like, you wrote down options. No, wait, was yeah, it yeah. that? Yeah, and then you go through and like cross them out somehow. Yeah, and then you end up with one of each thing. So the 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 Mash part is what type of house you live in, and it's mansion, apartment, shack, or house. So uh, three of those are fine, and one of them is a shack. A shack. Yeah, and you you know what? Maybe it's a nice shack, you know? <laughs> Does a shack have to be inherently dingy or bad? I don't know, but you own it, so... Yeah, that... I don't own shit, so... <laughs> yeah. How many acres Failed is match. that shack on, you know? <laughs> what, are, what are we talking about? What's the development? Yeah, right? Process possibilities. How much land do you have, you know? If this know. shack's on, like, 10 acres... You land is you only got an going entire up. farm, but you just sleep in the shack? Yeah. <laughs> so, it's actually, like, mobile... Ar- what is it? Mobile army assault? 
Something hospital. Something hospital. Shoot. Is there is there a cat just meowing outside the door? I think that's on the view the listeners end. Mm. <laughs> I think you're hearing that at home, listeners. Yeah, you guys you guys gotta mute yourselves so that you pause don't get on the call. Pause <laughs> guys, pause your cat, rate us five stars, and come back when it's quiet. <laughs> pause your cat. <laughs> All right. Um You guys know anything about MASH? I know that when I was like nine and I hung out with my grandma, mm-hmm. that MASH would be on, well, my grandma and my grandpa, Nash, MASH would be on, like, before they went to bed. I think it was around news, you know, like, MASH was on around when the news was yeah, on. Yeah, that seems familiar. And mm. if there's two things that I know old people like, that's news <laughs> and MASH. Mm-hmm. Sure. And, uh, well, my grandma to this day still, like, we, like, we went up to the cabin, like, last, like, summer, and... It was like 10.30, and she's like, well, I just got to wait till the news is done, and I'm going to go to bed. You know, she watches the news, and she's like, cool, got the weather for tomorrow. <laughs> I'm all set. This is the only way I could have gotten this information. I can't. I don't. Sure. My flip phone does not tell me the weather, so. <laughs> and grandma has a cell phone, though? Oh, yeah. My oh, grandma. wow. Yeah. I mean. Wait, she's on Facebook, isn't she? My grandma? Isn't Don't dox my grandma. Has dude. she rated the what podcast? Or like... Oh, I have never told <laughs> my grandma. she follow <laughs> My grandma's a saint. You leave her alone. <laughs> Dorothy Mantooth. So MASH is in Vietnam and it's in a hospital. There's, there's doctors and nurses. Yeah. So I've seen like one or two episodes <laughs> yeah. with my grandma and grandpa. Sure. I think I've, I'm sure I've like been in this room while while a full episode played while I was like a child because my dad would watch it. Yeah. But that's uh Isn't there a guy named Hawkeye, like the Marvel yeah. sharpshooter character? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's the same. I only same know guy? of the same person. Played by Jeremy Renner. Jeremy Renner. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> you got thoughts on Jeremy Renner, Joe? Uh, I was just listening to a different pod today about uh Mission Impossible. About their thoughts on Jeremy Renner. Is this Jeremy Renner in it? No, Jeremy Renner well, maybe he's in the new one. Maybe yeah, I think he's in the later one. He was ones. in the he was in that like offshoot like a born identity movie he was jason Bourne for that one movie. they just keep referring to him he wasn't jason Bourne, was he i'm pretty sure he played they just pretended he was jason Bourne. yep i'm pretty sure (sighs) oh no he he was like a different guy in the Bourne universe are you sure i thought he was a different guy yeah i've never seen the jeremy renner Bourne. (laughs) that's yeah that's only born i I think i own the jeremy renner Bourne, and i still haven't watched it could i borrow that dvd i know you don't i own all the other ones i own the first trilogy great films those are great. They were Those just talking really about how he's just like a, a thumb of a person. He has no personality. <laughs> like Hawkeye and the Marvel movies just could have been anybody else. Huh. I mean, yeah, probably. Yeah, I right. think he's fine. I put my bid in for me. Yeah, he's oh, fine. Sure. He's not bad or anything. It's just like he's just very generic. Sure. I, I think he's a great Hawkeye because like who technically really gives a shit about Hawkeye, but <laughs> he's there and he's a very uh, svelte man. So it works out. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, Mash. So yeah, is he in the show? <laughs> no, no. I've heard. I know about Hawkeye from Community because they reference Mash in it, and I guess mm. Hawkeye like is like pretty cool and just sort of gets his way by like outsmarting people, and he gets other people to do stuff for him. Who's the one that wears dresses? Yeah, I was gonna. <laughs> I was gonna say that one of them is like a cross dresser. Yeah, he wears like dresses, which is fun. I like that. I'm into okay. that. Could be Hawkeye. Let's say it is. Yeah, probably Hawkeye. Who's right? to say? We will we even see any of that in the first or last episode? I'm not sure. You know, I bet this first episode is going to be real weird. Okay. Like 
I like I think even uh, it's just gonna be a whole different genre of show because I think it's a comedy, right? Like there's jokes and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a dramedy. Uh, yeah, it's a it's a Fraser Light. You know it. Uh, okay. So like I think this first episode has no jokes. I bet it's not funny at all. Oh, you think it's like a, it starts like they start <laughs> like the, full on drama. The show was a s- serious show when it started. Yeah, interesting. And then somewhere along the way they started adding jokes. And then I bet mm, the last um, episode is like super goofy. What I meant interesting. by what I meant by Fraser Light, besides the obvious joke, because I know you guys are rolling on the floor. Pause this and rate us five stars. Um, <laughs> but. Um, is I think it's gonna do that thing where it balances comedy and very serious stuff. Because sure. gonna be people like I think sure. they're gonna get like a a blowed up dude or something in the first episode. Sure. But it's gonna be comedic before that. They're gonna like put his limbs back together in the wrong order. or something? I think there's gonna be <laughs> I think there'll be an amputee in the first episode. <laughs> yeah. Is the shtick that just that they're actually really bad surgeons? <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. So no, well, I my, think they're good. My thing is this is that it the show came after a pretty popular movie so the show ran 72 to 83 there was a full-length movie in 70 oh called like so called, I, called mash called mash okay and that was based on a book called mash and that was based a on a novel song about three called army mash. called doctors smash <laughs> by richard hooker Nice. Follow us, Richard. <laughs> <laughs> like and subscribe. Um, he's probably dead. <laughs> uh, so what I'm, I guess what I'm, what I'm saying is, if you're that... alive, let us know by liking and subscribing. <laughs> Rate us five stars and say I'm alive. If you know who Richard J. Hooker is, I couldn't even imagine if we got like just a bunch of people rated us five stars and their review just said, I'm alive. (laughs) He just comments and he's like, I'm 60, you idiots. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So I just wonder if, um, you know, there's got to be some groundwork already laid here. Like, was the book have some funny aspects? Do we know if them? I assume the movie was the same characters, but I don't know. Okay, so we don't know any correlation between the movie besides name. Like, we just don't. We don't know. We don't know. We haven't done our research because this is I not want to dive that too far. kind of podcast. <laughs> don't even know anything about the first episode. So, like, it's a good point. Wouldn't even help if I knew. Yeah, I really. Yeah, I feel. I feel, feel like just. I. Uh, just going to be really uh, like one of those really important like serious parts, but I think there's comedy. So, okay. Yeah. I think it's going to be more Scrubs like. I think it's going to be more comedy with a little bit of drama. I just think when the drama jerk. part hits, it's gonna like it's gonna hit hard. Yeah. You know? Well, we'll see if I laugh at all. <laughs> I think it's gonna hit you right in the John Dorian hmm. from Scrubs. Oh, let's do Scrubs. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's let's take this back. Let's do it. <laughs> let's go. Yeah, we're not doing matches. We're gonna do Scrubs now. <laughs> Whatever. Um, do we have anything else? I mean, I don't really know. I mean, I just, I, I like associate this show with like my grandparents. Generation. <laughs> yeah, just, sure. It's an old, my old show. Or, like, father-in-law or, like, has yeah. been asking for us to do the show for weeks, but it just hit Hulu very recently. And I bet, I mean, I don't know, like, I mean, he wasn't like old, he wasn't in like college, you know, or whatever. Maybe, I don't know, but they, they were young no. when it came out. Right. Right. Was this like their their war wonder years or something? I don't know. 
<laughs> well, yeah, it was like 45 was years there? ago. So it was I mean, 72 yeah. to 83. I mean, 83 was 35 years ago. My dad was born in 57. So he was a teen. He's a teenager. Yeah. So when this came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Well, so we'll see if this uh, will be the judge to whether or not this show is good for millennials. Because <laughs> technically, unfortunately, sure we're millennials. Yeah, I guess that's true. The greatest generation. <laughs> Let's watch the first episode of MASH called The Pilot. Fuck. <laughs> oh, I hope it's about a helicopter pilot. <laughs> yes. Redeemed. <laughs> M A S H M A S H Mash Mash Yeah Yeah we're back Henry <laughs> back We're back from the mash The monster mash The surgical mash We mashed How the long was that episode? The 27 long? minute episode? Yeah like, something like that Half an hour episode mm-hmm. Yeah I think they're like 25 okay. On average I would say I really enjoyed that episode of TV Hmm I thought it was good. Yeah, Joe's nodding. But I thought it was just okay. <laughs> yeah, you didn't. You didn't. I didn't hear you lull. Yeah, I think I laughed one time, and it was the only time that somebody said something. But then the laugh track didn't laugh. Like I laughed at something else. Mm. I think the guy, radar came in and gave somebody mail, and he's like, and the guy was like, "I don't want mail now," and I was like, "Ha!" And then <laughs> I don't know why it was funny to me. Uh, should I read the thing? Read the thing, should I read Jimmy. The, stuff? Uh, the swamps. They, they calls the uh, the like where they are. The swamp. Did anyone? There was a sign was on a, a door. There was a sign on a door. Oh, okay. They went into a door and it said the swamp. Uh, the swamps. Korean houseboy. Which <laughs> I also don't know what that means. <laughs> His about, name is Hojan. Talking about Hojan. Right. The houseboy. Uh, is accepted to attend school at Hawkeye's alma mater. The camp raises money to send Hojan to Maine by raffling a weekend in Tokyo with a nurse, much to the chagrin of Hot Lips and Burns. Nurse Dish. Yeah. <laughs> is that the Calder? That's that's it. Oh, that's it? Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. I mean, really, it was it was a uh, number one first it was the first episode and it was like this is about sending a Korean boy to America to go to school. Yeah. Like, that was the main focus. I remember, so Hawkeye gets a letter from, like, the dean of his college. Yep. Who, Who's played by Alan Alda. Hawkeye. Not Hawkeye the is? Yeah. Okay. Um, and it says, like... The dean is played by a letter. <laughs> it's played by yeah. a red letter. Um, Read by Alan Alda. So, uh, Hawkeye tells him... That this letter says that you like are able to come to America as long as you pay the thousand uh, dollars tuition up front, mm-hmm. and then Ho John's excited. He's like, "Oh my gosh, thank you!" And he like leaves the room, and I immediately thought that Hawkeye was gonna be like, Psh, "Yeah, that's not happening." Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't thought, have a thousand dollars. Like I thought, yeah, like no, I thought like he had like made up the letter or something that like, mm. yeah, I just told him that to get him out of the room. There's no like dean, blah blah blah. <laughs> But then it was like totally legit, and I was just like, "Oh, it's like a different <clears throat> character turn than I thought it was gonna be." That's funny. I never thought I didn't thought that at all. I was like, "Oh, cool. He's a good guy sometimes." 
Yeah, he's well, that's like the heart. first. That's like the first thing you kind of see him do is like you see him do a surgery, and then you see him like try to send a kid to college. <laughs> well, even when you see him do surgery for the first time, he's like razzing the other doctor like uh-huh. while yeah. they're doing surgery. Mm-hmm. So he's like a who is Major Frank Burns. Frank Burns, there he's a little jokester. Yeah. So Alan Alda's like the or Hawkeye. Mm-hmm. He's not Jeremy Renner. He's he's Alan Alda. <laughs> um, he is just like. He's outside of work, like the. He's more the Iron Man. Uh, yeah, he just like jokes and kind of <laughs> does whatever, and is like the troublemaker. Yeah, and then but then when it's like doctor time, he's like the best surgeon they know. Yeah, him and his buddy, they're they're the best. What was that other guy's name? His like roommate, Trapper John. Hold on, Father Trapper John. Um, no. Captain Trapper John McIntyre. There was a priest though. Who won the, uh, who won the raffle? Show is very Father sexist. Francis John <laughs> Patrick Mulcahy. I feel like that is a one thing we can. There get, was some racism. Get out, no, I said sexism. Oh, that as well. I don't think they referred to any woman in this show by their name <laughs> ever. They called them Hot Lips, Nurse Dish. Um, oh, see, I thought Nurse Dish was her name. Is that not her actual name? Her I name think he, is I think <laughs> they Lieutenant s- Maria Schneider. Okay, think, yeah, well, think, there you go. <laughs> Hot Lips is Major Margaret Houlihan, and they did call her Houlihan, but that was to the like. Yeah, yeah, you found top out her name guy mm-hmm. who well, was who was reminiscing kissing her in some sort yeah. of hospital room situation. So I'll be very interested to see how that progresses throughout the show like mm-hmm. if that's gonna be around in the last episode mm-hmm. like that i You're mean wondering it's... if there's still sexism in 1983 <laughs> there is for sure <laughs> um <laughs> but i'm wondering i'm wondering whether or not like they cool down on it a little bit mm-hmm. but you know sure. but it is also once again 1983 so yeah so whatever probably <laughs> yeah. so probably not right <laughs> what well, i thought you said race racism and that made me did you guys check the one what the what the uh one black guy's name was no no but they did make a slavery joke they did they asked if they should sell him while he was sleeping oh yeah, they're making jokes to raise up. to raise the money <laughs> sure. for hojon they were like should we just sell him in his sleep or something like that i, I guess was like, i'm so far it, beyond it, that i didn't i didn't it attribute was, that to slavery yeah, i wasn't sure it was it was kind of weird because it was a kind of a quiet thing like it wasn't i don't know it was like kind of off to the side even though they were the two people in the room mm-hmm. they're just yeah they just said it kind of offhand while they were doing something else and i was like jesus christ yeah it on its on its own it's a joke that doesn't make sense like why like oh yeah. we could just sell this guy while he's sleeping it's like like, how would you even arrive at that joke? It's just like if they did it to anybody else, it would have been like, uh, well, that's silly. But they did it to the one black guy we saw. <laughs> yeah. So his name was Captain Oliver Harmon Spearchucker Jones. Spearchucker? Chucker of Spears. I mean, that's pretty dope, right? <laughs> I feel like it's like a racist, like, tribal. I hope it's not because it sounds like it sounds cool. I mean, where else would you arrive at spear chucker if you weren't saying this, calling this dude a slave, and a native of somewhere? I don't know. Anyway, to watch more mesh. I get, I get it. Maybe like a Ethiopia, (laughs) Mesopotamia, like a Mm -hmm. spear tribe kind of thing. Is there anyone else we didn't talk about? 
There's a lot of people, but I'm just not There's sure who matters. Um, yeah. I feel like me knowing this show, like seeing it, like those couple, like when visiting the 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 elders in my family, mm-hmm. um, radar back to is a big Ooh, piece yeah. of this show at some mm-hmm. point. And I thought he was really funny. He could always like, I was like, oh, his name's Radar, and he would always be like, oh, they're coming. Like he yeah. would hear like helicopters before everyone else would. Yeah. And when that, I mean, maybe because he's just a really good like personal assistant or whatever he yeah, is. Like, like the what's general? his yeah. like zone? What's yeah, how'd you he, describe Radar in this show? Is he like the turtle of this show? I called him like the I called him the little male guy. Okay. Like M A I L. Like he delivers mail. Hmm. Sure. Um. I think he's the assistant to the regional. Yeah, he just kind of seems like a gopher. Like Henry, they just—they're probably Blake. gonna shit on him more, right? Yeah, I think he's gonna probably. be. I think he's not gonna ever be like the one that like Hawkeye ever like goes after, you know. Mm-hmm. But he'll always be mildly like the the doofus in the corner, sort mm-hmm. of. Mm-hmm. But he'll always be very—he's always useful, <clears throat> just yeah. like Turtle. Just like <laughs> do you think he's do you think his uh like is he having like premonitions? Is he mildly psychic? Is he like Daphne style and Fraser? I mean or? I would say I don't think we're going mythical with him, <laughs> but I would that would be fun. Alright. I'm yeah. into it. But it's I don't think they're some going of there. the things that he knew in advance you couldn't have well, heard some of, or you think she's just because he's good at his job. I thought, he knows just besides like the fact what the guy needs. Yeah, just besides the fact that he could hear the he could hear the helicopters before everybody else, which whatever maybe that's he's just good at it because he's been there a long time or something. Mm-hmm. And then everything else he did was just like that would maybe he's just an amazing assistant to that general or whatever. Lieutenant sure. Colonel Henry Blake is, I believe, the, the lieutenant colonel, the guy in charge of that of the swamp or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But so they were, they threw that party to like raise the money for uh, Hojan and then they were going to get arrested and like court martialed. And then people flew in that needed surgery. So they did surgery and whoever was like coming to arrest him was like, you're too good. We can't arrest you. Like there was just like, you're too good of a doctor. Yeah. Like both of you. And it seems like Hawkeye had set that whole thing up is that he knew that there is a time limit on this party that by the time they got in trouble, there's going to be people that needed help. So like it was going to be business time. And he also rigged it such that the father, the priest won yep. the raffle. Yeah. He like taped it to the bottom of the bowl mm-hmm. so that she could find it somehow mm-hmm. as Dish pulled it out. I was wondering because I thought he was going to pull his <clears throat> own name out and I was like, well, everyone's going to know. Yeah, yeah. That but it's cool that yeah, he was like, no, I'm smarter than that. Mm-hmm. I'll give him, I'll give her the the father, so then she's they won't bang. About, I guess I don't know. She's not yeah, you figure just they just they won't go on the trip, right? Yeah. Or yeah, maybe not. Be. Keep all the money. Could yeah. Be. Oh yeah, maybe that too. Mm-hmm. Well, because the money, well, they had like trip day trips. Yeah, I guess they were supposed to send them to Tokyo mm-hmm, too, mm-hmm. and they were in Korea. It's not the farthest thing away, but right. You know. Also, oh, one thing we need to talk about is the very beginning. It said Korea, nineteen fifty, a hundred years ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which means that the present day of this show is twenty fifty. Yeah. What the I hell? Mean, it what? Could maybe the show ends in twenty fifty. It could have just been like a long time ago. You know, hundred years ago. Yeah. Whatever. It was the first joke of the show. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah, it could have or been. Or maybe man. the show ends in 2050. God, that like, should be. I need to switch my prediction. Mash. Oh, man. 
I'm switching. I'm adding that to my prediction. They're still in the Korean War. <laughs> mobile year war. mobile army space hospital. How long was the Korean War in actuality? I feel like it was I mean, it technically long. never ended, right? Well, yeah, I suppose that's true. Our involvement. <laughs> oh, anyway, what, what are we doing? <laughs> no, we're just thinking we about, about um, war. <laughs> One other thing Speaking that this show Frasier. made me think about was uh, the book Catch-22. Mm-hmm. Yes, so much. Um, it's very Catch-22 because it's very... I wrote sati- that down. Oh, I wrote it down. Um, Catch-22 was also published in 1961. Ooh. Cool. So it was published 12, 11 years before the show came out, too. Mm-hmm. So I don't and know the about... novel was 68, MASH the Novel. So, so whoever wrote seven. MASH the Novel stole it from Joseph Heller from 1961. I love Catch-22. It's great. So good. It's a great book. If you guys Have you haven't seen read... The movie? No, but I mean, it can't be as good, right? I'm one I of mean, those people. It can't. It's not. It's not as good in the same way, but it's a good movie. Yeah, the only book that the only movie that I've ever read that or movie that I've ever seen that's been better than a book that I've read is Jurassic Park. Hmm. Ooh. And the book Jurassic and Park the Lost World. is really good. <laughs> huh. the The movie of Catch Twenty Two came out the same year as the movie of Mash. Must have been a big maybe because of the Vietnam War, they were doing war movies, getting getting people in. Nothing like getting your mind off the war that your country's fighting than going and watching a war movie, right? Well, but I feel like both of these <laughs> war movies would have they're they're kind of anti-war, you know, playing playing to the crowd a little bit. All right, they're I a mean, spin on. They're definitely making fun of war. They're a socio like a socio, uh, what have you. <laughs> yep that gotcha. term you know the socio what have yous <laughs> um should we do some predictions or do we have anything else to say joe no we'll spit out <laughs> spit out those predictions then i have uh number one hawkeye is married Ooh, he's full-on married in this last episode. at least because he said he was engaged but when he was tr- oh, right. when he's he trying said to hit he on... was engaged and Dish said she was engaged. But I'm engaged. But not he's to like, each other. I'm engaged too. Yeah, he settled down and married. Uh number two, uh the war effort is ending and the hospital is shutting down. Uh number three, they make Seems... a joke about how this war is ending and it's like it'll be the last of like senseless wars as to like kind of play on like Vietnam. Mm. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Jokes. Um, and then number four, uh, it ends with a, cause they, <clears throat> did they begin and end this episode with like a, like helicopter B-roll shot of the camp? Um, yeah, pretty much because the ending was when they're handcuffed and the helicopter was like, it was like a drone. It would have been a drone shot today. Yeah. But the beginning of this one was like the helicopter actually came down while the intro music was playing. Mm-hmm. And they got the person out, and then yeah. the mash music, and then the helicopter and the end too, right? Yeah. So yeah, I think they end this episode, or the finale episode, with like a shot from a helicopter flying away of the camp. Technically, they ended the show with like a salute your shorts style like announcement, doing that was just oh. announcing the like they final did, credits. <laughs> credits. <laughs> but that's salute I guess the shorts. final credits. It doesn't count. It was just they were. Just... Do you think that will still happen? No. <laughs> all right 
If it does, I bet it ends. I get a point. Sure, <laughs> but, but but if it doesn't, we get a point. Shoot. <laughs> so you know, um, I got predicts. I take it back. Nope, you can't. It's done. Rewind the tape. Um, I think Hawkeye has at least two drinks during this last episode. <laughs> two, two. Like we watch him complete. I two think beverages. He, I think we see him holding a drink, and whether and or not later we see we him, see him holding, holding another, another one. one. That's obviously a different drink. How many do you have in this first one? Just one. One or oh, two. For sure. At least two. At least two. Okay. I uh, remember him with two. I think. They got their gin. Uh, what is it? A gin. They had uh, like a gin distiller. Dis- yeah. Little thingy. Um, I think someone's wearing a cowboy hat in this episode. Okay. Who? I'm not sure. Um, Trapper John, maybe? I think the show ends in the year 2050. Cool. I'm I going so. with that. I'm taking that. I'm I taking hope that seriously. So. And then. Wild. And then I have an actual serious one, which actually negates my 2051, but I'm going to mm-hmm. keep it in because I want to see, I want this to happen. I think this, sh- I think the show ends kind of how Joe said, where they're closing down the hospital or they're leaving. I think mostly it's their time is up, you know, like they their serve, tour. their tour is done mm-hmm. and they mm. leave. And so they're, this is like them getting ready to go, except they decide to stay because they're needed. Mm. So they like add on to their tour. So they're supposed to go home, but they stay. Hmm. Okay. So and then, and then they cut to them in 2050. And then they go to 2050, and they were like, "Man, we shouldn't have stayed. That was <laughs> that was a dumb idea." <laughs> okay. My first one is I think Ho John is back and is a doc. Okay. He's come back around. Cool. I think Hawkeye is now like the commanding officer of the camp. I think number three, Hawkeye and Dish are getting married. You think mm-hmm. Dish is even gonna be in this? I think show? I don't Di- think so. I'm predicting it. I don't Dish think, is gonna I don't be think around, Ho-John is in the show either. They've both shit they've both gotten rid of their fiancés and decided to make it official here in Korea or wherever. Hey, I respect that you're going for home runs, you know? And then thank you. <laughs> and then I, number four, I think Spear Chucker is dead or gone because at some point they realized how awful that was. <laughs> I feel like a lot of these characters aren't going to be there by the end. You think? Like pretty much just like Hawkeye and Radar. <laughs> I think the other guy, his roommate, I think all I the think people in their all tent. Be there. I think mm-hmm. Frank and the other doctor that was going to get arrested. Trapper John? Tra- no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I didn't write down his full name. Yeah, I think... Frank Burns is, and Hot Lips are going to be there. I think Hot Lips is there. Um, um, Major Hot Lips. Sorry. Land. Radar, Dish, Hojan. I don't know. But but Henry Blake, the like guy that Radar is assisting, I think he'll be assisting Alan Alda, Hawkeye. Okay. Because that's who I think Hawkeye is going to be. be. Oh, he's going to be that guy. He's going to be that position. Sure. All right. Well, I guess only time will tell. And for the like twenty five minutes, yeah, for the <laughs> listeners, it'll be about ten minutes from now <laughs> for them. All right. Well, hey, let's get in it. Let's let's get this final episode. Let's see how the war ends. Let's win the war. All right. Cool. Well, we'll see you after that. <laughs>
So we watched the two-hour season series finale of MASH. We started to go, Jimmy, this show is this is a two-hour episode. And he goes, no, that's his episode. Yeah, it, it was two hours running time. So when they aired it live, it was two and a half hours with commercials. Yeah. Did you Crazy. Look, did you look that up or something? Yeah. Yeah. For a lot of the first part of the episode, I was just reading Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> Learning. Yep. It was a. Oh, we came really close to probably this being the first episode where you really cheated, <laughs> and we were like, watch a little bit of it. But it was good. It was good. Yeah, I liked it. It was yeah. At the time, it was like the most watched, highly rated um, finale. Yeah, I think it earned it. it. Like higher, higher ratings than the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. and like the people buying for ad time. Did you read that? Was that was they were getting more paying more money for ad time than people paid for ad time in the super bowl that's how many people watched this shit this episode of tv a lot of baby boomers sure it was a big deal it was i mean we watched two episodes of the show um well i mean you know felt like a thousand (laughs) i feel like i've seen the whole series but uh they were both good jimmy yeah you got a write-up yeah i was just uh Got a two-hour write-up for us? uh, Yeah, if you could. um... It just says, people go home. (laughs) (laughs) War ends. Well, I mean, the first half of it was not, it was like they kept talking about how the war might end soon, Mm -hmm. but it wasn't like concluding. Mm Mm-hmm. This this uh this isn't great, but it says the Korean War comes to an end as the staff of the four four thousand seventy seventh. What did they? How did they say it? The forty seventy seven. Something like that. Something. Four. Anyway, uh, tends to one final deluge of casualties and sorts out their personal problems before going their separate ways. How's it? Note. Alan Alda is the only cast member to appear in every episode of the series. What? Margaret probably wasn't in every I episode. Guess. Yeah, I guess not. And she was like the only person that was from the first episode, right? That was still there? Yeah. Just him I and her. That's true. Hot lips. Yep. For mm-hmm. those listener listening. Major hot lips. Um, And then they smooched. We'll get to that. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that. Um, Eleanor was awesome. I was, I was like, I was like, I've always known he was like good, but I watched it. I was like, damn, yeah, he's, he's good. Man. Got some acting chops. He's got some chops. <laughs> some chops. Some acting chops. So yeah, what's what's going on with him? In, like the first part of the episode. You didn't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I was on my phone. Um, it's a lot to keep he up. He's totally insane. He was, in, well, he was in. He was in <laughs> a psych like the ward. First hour a, of this show, he had a breakdown. That was pretty crazy. The way they did that, like uh, they went, did, did so they. I mean, his start of the story was like they were having like a good fun beach day, and then they were driving home in the bus, and yeah. then stuff escalated, and he kept telling lies about what was happening, mm-hmm. and they kept changing. Yeah. So yeah. number one, do you think they were like on a beach day? Like, well, you you knew that he's in the psych ward, so you knew that like something is up. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, he might not be reliable as a narrator. So yeah, yeah. so he's talking to uh, Sydney, mm-hmm. the uh, the psych ward guy who's like helping him out or whatever. 
it's like therapist essentially. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, he's like, yeah. Then there was this guy and we were, we were all having a great time. And we we're like, give him a bottle, give him the bottle. Mm-hmm. Like, they yeah, want, this like, man can't wait anymore. Like he wanted a drink, but mm-hmm. really he was like a injured soldier that needed like, like the medicine IV. bottle or something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they picked up some like POV like injured people. And they hid in the bus in the bushes, and a lady was holding a, a, a chicken, mm-hmm. and it was making a lot of noise. And he's like, shut that chicken up. Mm-hmm. And he's like, and then they, he killed the, she killed the chicken. And it and was totally the chicken a baby. was her baby. Yeah, when he first described the story, it was a chicken, but they revealed that it was a baby. Yeah, so he was repressing a lot of things, mm-hmm. yeah. and it was driving him insane. So the fact that a woman killed her baby in front of him to shut it up so they like wouldn't all get killed by the Chinese. Well, kind of messed him up. He told mm-hmm. her and to he's, yeah. keep it quiet, thinking that it was going to give them up. Maybe it did. Maybe that saved all their lives, though. Could be. I remember thinking, like, at the point that we still think it's a chicken, I'm just like, why don't they just let the chicken out of the bus? Like, <laughs> I, th- I thought that same <laughs> like, Just thing. let the chicken go. Like, why do you got to keep a chicken on the bus? Well, if you let a chicken out off the bus, then that chicken might just cluck around the bus anyway. Yeah, and, and then, bring attention to and it, and still bring attention to it. Mm. I was thinking the whole time when I thought it was a chicken, just why don't just kill the chicken, just kill the chicken, mm. yeah, or and the th- baby or whatever. And just then when it. It, and then when I realized it was taking this lady way too long to kill a chicken, mm. I was like, that is not a chicken. Mm. This man is telling us a different story than reality. Uh, I thought so. Yeah, he's talking to Sydney, who's like. I don't know. I, his therapist. therapist or something at the psych ward. I totally mm-hmm. thought when uh, when Hawkeye left the hospital that like Sydney would have been like, "I'll be with you always," and then like vanish because he's an imaginary character. Because <laughs> 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 he kept saying stuff like, "How do you know about that? Like, why are you asking me these questions?" And it's just like, "Oh, like it, it was, was his himself. like yeah <laughs> yeah manifestation to help him through it." Mm-hmm. Kind of thing. Mm-hmm. No, well, he went. He talked to multiple people in this episode. So Sydney was a real person. Yeah, so that's not true. Um, yeah, but then he eventually went back to Mash, mm-hmm. and seemingly was a just a pretty solid, good doctor still. Yeah, it's it's pretty interesting that he dealt with this thing, and then once he was good, he got back to camp, and they were just like, "All right, man, start healing people." <laughs> yeah, what ha- Get back to work. It does make me curious on what happened in the episode before. Like, were they? Yeah. Did this set, did that set that up well? Or did it, could it have just cut to this? Because it could have been. It could have, yeah. I feel like it could have just well as easily have. just been like, oh, he's in a psych ward now. Like, mm-hmm. Wait, what? Yeah. Right. Because it was a movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, like, it could have very easily done that. Right. Um. But then, yeah, they all went back and then they, they, had, uh, they kept getting bombed because some guy, like, drove a tank into their, like, place yeah, an injured soldier drove his tank to the mash alan alda got rid of the tank <laughs> yeah um they moved bases because of a fire mm-hmm. like a big wildfire yeah. then they had to move their whole mash unit a lot happened like camp that whole part did not seem necessary <laughs> no i guess not yeah it, it wasn't I don't really think it really changed anything. the only thing i think they did did they move to where like so the father guy that padre he mm-hmm. like got hit by a mortar or like got hit a mortar went off near him mm-hmm. and so he like went deaf mm-hmm. and he was helping like the kids the orphans or whatever and mm-hmm. i think they might have moved closer to the orphans 
Oh, okay. Potentially, but that didn't really mean anything. It didn't like change what happened, but mm-hmm. he that was his like story arc. Yeah, right. Whoever the father was, he had yeah. a story arc of going deaf, which is like he was also in pretty the first sad. episode. Was that the same guy? He's the guy. He, oh yeah, yeah. It's the same the father. He went out with Dish. Went with out with Dish, who did not marry uh, Hawkeye. No, nor was no. in this episode at all. <laughs> nope. We'll get to that, Jimmy. When we predict how bad you did. Yeah. <laughs> um. But so yeah, he went deaf, and then the other guy, BJ, which was not Trapper, because Trapper wasn't. Yeah, in this. Trapper's gone. I bet he's dead. That would be my Ooh. guess. I feel Maybe. like they probably killed him. Um, but then he was just trying to go home the whole time, and he like went home and he came back at one point. But then he, yeah. everyone, yeah, and then yeah, he kept saying yeah. that his daughter was two and he hasn't seen him since her seen her since she's a little baby so this guy's maybe only been on the show a couple of years i mm-hmm. just i had looked it up i think he came on in like 79 or something like that yeah long enough oh, to become okay. hawkeye's bff yeah. yeah like super bff mm-hmm. they're the last two to leave camp mm-hmm. i keep calling it camp but it's camp <laughs> summer camp <laughs> yeah it's war <laughs> uh, you know whichever. well they stayed in a camp you know yeah so i wonder if like in the last few years like that was kind of a big crux of the show is their friendship yeah and then there was a new guy fraser like oh uh, yes the like the mashes like, fraser like mashes fraser yeah <laughs> i mean he was a big stick in the mud mm-hmm. um but he like liked classical music and seemed very proper and he mm-hmm. was like a surgeon so instead of a so he's a doctor like Fraser, but just yeah. a different kind of doctor. So his arc is that he, I guess he's like kind of a coward because he's like always trying to run away from things, but then he like befriends some of the POWs that they have, like and they bonded over like classical music, and he's trying to like teach them how to like play Mozart better, I guess. Yeah, because mm-hmm. he found out they knew who he was because he said Mozart to one of them. Yeah, and the guy like played it on the flute. Yeah, and then they yeah. all died. <laughs> Yeah, and then they all died from like from shelling, and then he like went to go listen to his Mozart record, and then like couldn't stand it and smashed it. Yeah, so now music reminds him of the sad parts of war. That guy yeah. actually was in an episode of Frasier. <laughs> <laughs> nice, of course he was. He was Frasier's arrival. <laughs> um, yeah, and. Uh, it was mostly, and then we. You there's know, the, a there's a guy who marries a Korean girl. Oh, that was so that was the guy that uh, I forgot what his name. Max King Klinger. Klinger. Max Klinger. He was the he was the guy that wore dresses during the show that I we had remembered. Okay. From the, he wasn't in the first episode, but we had remembered him. I remembered him from Grandma's house. Mm-hmm. And he like yeah. He befriends a Korean girl and marries her because he can't have a show ending without a wedding. He married uh, Kiku O'Brien, who played. That she she was uh, in Star Trek Deep Space Nine, hmm. as you remember from last week. Her husband from Star Trek Deep Space Nine, Lieutenant O'Brien, was in Doctor Quinn, Medicine Woman. Oh, I thought you were saying that she was in Doctor Quinn. No, him, the guy her who played husband. her husband in Deep Space Nine. Yeah. So they were married in Deep Space Nine, and then that's how we connected. That's how we seven. Seven Degrees of Kevin Bacon these two episodes together. There we go. We'll find a connection every week. Seven oh. Degrees did. It just took one more. All right, Joe. Well, you have to pick next week because I'm not doing that research. I'm not figuring out how to connect them. I'm going to pick Aftermath, which is the spinoff oh, yeah. that ran for three years after this. Pass. <laughs>
it's got a four-hour season finale. <laughs> um, and oh, then, man. and then in the end, they just uh, they then they wound down probably the last half an hour was just them doing speeches and saying goodbye. Yeah, and then they, there, there's a ceasefire and the war is ending, yeah. and so they're shutting down camp. I keep saying, but they're shutting down mash. They're shutting down the war. Going home. Um. Yeah, they reminisce, or not reminisce, they all talk about what they're looking forward to when they're leaving, what they're doing next, and then kind of one by one they leave. And then mm-hmm. Alan Alda, or uh, Hawkeye and BJ are the last to leave. Mm-hmm. They hug and kiss and, you yeah. know, kiss some more. And then it just ends, up with, it just ends with them making out. out. Must have missed the kissing. It ends, it, ends with, it ends with that BJ guy almost wiping out hard on his bike. <laughs> that was a weird. Oh, uh, yeah. I guess they couldn't, like, do the... They only had the chopper for that, like, half hour. They couldn't redo the <laughs> shot of him biking away. They were just like, hey, you know what would be fun? Let's just do a chopper shot of you, like, driving away on your bike. Like, let's just do it really quick. Just as we go. Yeah, and he's like, just... yeah, I got this. And then he almost <laughs> fell over. <laughs> So, so oh, hard. Man. Wait, did we back up? Did we talk about before the kind of core group left? How Alan Alda kissed BJ for like 40 seconds while. Yep. No, no, he kissed Margaret. Or, sorry. Because <laughs> that would have been hot hilarious. Lips. He kissed Hot Lips for just a really long time while the three dudes were just there awkwardly. It was pretty funny. It's like. They started to kiss. When, for like 10 seconds and then it like went over to the dudes and they were just on them yeah. for like 30 seconds it was long enough that it was funny not funny and then funny again <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> and then and then they stop and they're just like bye see ya yeah it's perfect <laughs> it, was, it was yeah it was very dry it classic was great. classic mm. mash really classic alan alda so this show for me i was totally wrong this was not Scrubs, where it was like mostly funny with some drama, it was definitely the other way around for me. Yeah, it's pretty heavy with with some touches of humor. It was kind of like more just they're just using humor as a coping mechanism yeah, no. because yeah, war is, is, is yeah, like a lot of the humor awful. is pretty dark. Yo, hey, war is really hard, and we're trying to be funny. As it turns out, hey war guys, sucks. Hey guys, that's just the thing when uh when comedians make jokes about things you are uncomfortable with. It's to make things that are uncomfortable bearable. That's what hmm. comedy does. Hmm. <laughs> That's why people joke about horrible things. Hmm. Like life. Like what? Like everything fucking life has to offer. <laughs> um, oh, I had one more guy. I have one more character that we haven't talked about. Who? There's a guy, a, a, a stogie carrying guy. I um, don't know. Who yeah. they introduced. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? And I mean, I like remember him from the out, show. He's but, checking out all the vehicles. His, his his name in the show is Sergeant Luther Rizzo, I think. Yeah. His name is uh, G.W. Bailey, and he's like the hard ass in all the Police Academy movies. Oh. <laughs> if you've seen any of those, okay. which I... I kind of saw him as like the replacement for Radar or something, just like a little doofy guy. He was... Sure. Yeah, he was like, oh, I am, I'm, I'm a little weird. He's kind of like a, like a, just a New York, like, street... Yeah. Show him like Jersey or something. Yeah. Um, but he's like the guy in police came, he's like the captain who's like not he's he's the butt of all the he's the antagonist of mm-hmm. all the police academies. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, like it's um what you were saying, like it's making a point about like that war is shitty, but like 
A lot of pieces of art like talk about how war is shitty, and that's like pretty apparent. Um, but I think the interesting thing that they like kind of kept going back to was that um, war is shitty, and for these people that work at the hospital, like it doesn't stop. Like there's a couple scenes. Well, like yeah, like like after Alan Alda gets out of the hospital and he goes back to camp, like he immediately like has to start like taking care of people that are wounded on a bus, and then there's the part where they're announcing the ceasefire over the radio and they're and the radio announcers like and in like the next 30 seconds you'll hear the gunfire stop and then that's the ceasefire and like they all like listen to it and this the shots stop firing the shot like the camera shot on that was really cool because it mm-hmm. was like four operating tables and everyone was just standing still like you can see the whole room mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. that was just a really cool shot i actually thought I didn't know where we were in like the timeline, but mm-hmm. I thought that was like, was like this would Gonna be like be the, the coolest like that would have been a cool like end shot. Yeah. So yeah, they're all working on patience. They listen for the ceasefire. They give it about five seconds, and then they all just get back to work because like even though people there's peace still... now, like yeah, yeah. they still have like people to heal. Right. Yeah. Their just work doesn't stop. Right. And like the like gunshots were like going up like once they like announced that there was gonna be peace mm-hmm. they're like now everyone's shooting more and more yeah getting the last bits of territory before yeah it's just like it's interesting that that just like the idea of they know that peace is coming they this is like they've announced it as like this is what peace is but there's mm-hmm. still like remnants of the war that they have to deal with Right. And, like, they even touch on that when they're talking about what they look forward to going home. And the guy says that, like, he used to see music as a refuge, but now he's just re- reminded of this. Like, I feel like that was the mm. point that they were trying to drive home is that even though war is over, because I think, like, when did, like, Vietnam end? Like, probably a couple years before this. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's what they were commenting on is, like, even though the war is over, we're still, like, dealing with this, like, the consequences of it as a nation. And, like, it doesn't just end once the fighting mm. stops. Yeah. Deep. All right. Good night, guys. It's pretty deep, Joe. <laughs> it's pretty deep. Sleep tight. <laughs> uh, you know. Yeah, I have nightmares about chicken, <laughs> chickens. Keep your eyes out for uh, World War Three. We'll see y'all. Oh, God. <laughs> Yikes. Yay. <laughs> see if we have another episode. All in all, all in all good. Uh, should we dive into predicts? Yeah. I predict we won't have a longer series finale in the rest of this uh, <laughs> oh, season of I'll, podcasts. I'll find that. I'll find that show. <laughs> Challenge. Three hours of something <laughs> shitty. I don't know. <laughs> Great. Um, I had that Hawk was married, and it appeared probably not. I don't think so. If he did, if he was, he cheated on his wife at the very end for about 40 seconds. <laughs> um, the war effort is ending, ending the hospital shutting down. That's true. Yep. That kind of seems, I don't know. Now that I've seen the episode, it seems kind of obvious. Um, number three, they make a joke about it being like the end of a senseless war. They didn't really make a joke about that, but they did make like serious points about like the senselessness of war. Is that like a half point? Point two five. Point two five. I'll give you point two five. Um, and then it ends with a helicopter shot, which it totally did. Yeah. <laughs> definitely did um just to add on to joe's thing it didn't end with the voiceover of them saying their names no, like you didn't. thought they would so joe gets a point for that 
I mean, I was kidding, but <laughs> you weren't. You wouldn't have been kidding if they did it, and you would have gotten that's a point. absolutely true. <laughs> so, with, so with that, when I go, that means I have one point for that as well. Um, <laughs> other one is Hawkeye has at least two drinks. He finally picked up that second drink right near the end when they were all cheersing people. So I got mm-hmm. that one. He had two. Um, someone's wearing a cowboy hat. I don't know if he ever drank the drink. He had the... in the f- in when they were in the psych ward, when BJ came and like poured some. He was holding. He's he was holding two drink. He drank those drinks. Once it's in your hand, it's assumed that you're drinking this drink. <laughs> I think that's safe. Well, but then Sydney busted in. All right, whatever. <laughs> two drinks. Um, the show ends in 2050. It did not. I was wrong there. They didn't say what year it was. Nope. Um, and then it's time to leave dot, 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 but they stay. They, they left. They, yeah, all they, they, they definitely packed up gone. and left. They left. Um, so I did tweet out something about wearing a cowboy Players hat. Did. Um, but I asked a couple people in the room and everyone besides Jimmy says that's a cowboy hat. <laughs> Very cowboy. So I'm taking it. So I got three points. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> it was a straw hat. It had like the the like folds. Find our tweet and reply at us if you think that was a cowboy hat. If you're a cowboy, show us your hat. Our our cowboy, <laughs> please cowboy listeners, tweeted us at like your a, hat. A cowboy like straw hat you like win at like a fair. Okay, uh, <laughs> so I had... or buy in Korea <laughs> <laughs> during a war. Yeah. Okay. Um. Ho John is back and is a doc. <laughs> Inconclusive. <No. laughs> At one point, one of the oh, Chinese like mus- musicians died, and the doctor was like, "Oh my gosh!" And you were like, "Ho John!" I just wanted. I just wanted. I think I saw an Asian doctor, but like he clearly wasn't a speaking character. <laughs> uh, number two, Hawkeye is a commanding officer. Definitely not. This was completely nuts pretty sure he started pretty sure he was exactly where he started <laughs> he went he took a step back at the beginning and then went back to where he was yeah one step back is the insane yeah mental war just one step <laughs> surgeons are one step away from that's good to know uh and never having surgery number three dish and hawkeye are getting married she's presumably dead or gone for my one point spear chucker is dead or gone? Yeah, definitely gone. <laughs> way to way to pick the guy the guy that was lying on the bed for four seconds during the first episode. <laughs> yeah. Not gonna be there. He had he one had line, like, and you're just like, like I bet that guy lines. doesn't exist. He had one line, and then like a a sleeping mumble. So pretty safe bet. Way to get that point, Jimmy. <sighs> yep. Just uh, I feel like somehow I've heard I heard about like this finale a little bit where. Like I knew that, I I thought I'd heard that like more people like go away on the chopper hmm. at the end. That's like that it was the joke. Was like how does the show end? It's like well the war ends and then they fly away on the chopper. Do it. Get on the chopper. I don't know if it's like a Family Guy or something that I heard. <laughs> I don't know. So I like couldn't really guess that. Nope. Well, hey, are you guys gonna watch this show? Uh, no, but <laughs> but the finale was good, and I get why it would have been a big deal. But like, doesn't seem like something I would uh, seek out to watch. 
I would legitimately say if someone just wants to like watch a good war movie, literally just watch the last episode. Mm-hmm. Like the last episode of this show is just a good war movie. Like a serious, but funny at times. Like I I knew very little about any of these people going into it, and I gathered all of it. You just need to know that you're gonna watch a movie where these people have been in war together, and they just kind of tells a story as if you know who they are. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, you kind of pick up right away, like where they're at. They each kind of have their own arc within the episode that you don't need mm-hmm. the rest of the series. Really and I feel understand. like, I feel like most people just in general, just because of the n- nature of mash, the phenomenon of mash, mm-hmm. like people just know things about it a little bit. Yeah. Having nominal knowledge of this show. Totally fine. Just watch the ending. Yeah. It's good. I, I, yeah, especially seeing that Alan Alda directed it and apparently mm-hmm. co-wrote it and stuff. <laughs> I when I saw that right away, I was like, "Ooh, is this gonna be bad? Is this like a, one of those the the act main actor started taking it over and like producing it because <laughs> yeah. no one wanted to touch it after eleven years?" But it was good. I could see me watching this show. If uh, I'm like in a serious mood, like, yeah, yeah, I want to watch a, I want to watch like a good show. I'm one of these old shows that's just made well, you know. Well, I'm I'm just surprised at how well the finale held up with, you know, having no context. Where it's like we've watched the finales of other like prestige, really great shows, and like without the middle section, you're just sort of like, what the hell's going on? Like, like Entourage or like The Wire, like. Didn't really get that <laughs> ending. <laughs> right. Right. I would feel Ruined like... that show. I would feel like just as a writing stance and just how to write a first and a last show, mm-hmm. like this is a really good example of how to do a really good premiere and a really good ending. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you don't necessarily have to... You I mean you don't have to make an ending that's a movie. Yeah. There, there, was a, there was probably a bunch that could have been cut out of that. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. that whole thing where they moved bases. Like they never had to do that. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, it was just more stuff but yeah there's a fraser josh uh, let's let's see how you mean I... the reboot what are we talking about uh, <laughs> <laughs> no reboot. Um, i don't know no I, I don't know i gotta i'm looking for new shows but we'll see if that's all right, all right. we'll see if that's i mean most episodes of this are only 25 minutes yeah They're not two hours but so. there is still like <laughs> 200 episodes that's of mash good point feels like a pretty heavy show for you to just like just pop these in like popcorn Sure. Yeah, it doesn't <laughs> seem like I'm gonna watch like four in a day, like I would like a Frasier or something like that. Yeah. You know, sure. Watch like one, and be like, "Well, I just saw a guy get decapitated. I think I'm gonna take a break." <laughs> so, but it's a good show. If you're into war Oof. stuff, this is a good show. Don't watch yeah. Band of Brothers. Watch Mash. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Steven Spielberg. Uh, He's yeah. great. <laughs> yeah, it's good work. Cool. Well, hey, Joe, people are still listening to this podcast. Where you, can they hit us up? <laughs> could you imagine if Steven Spielberg was just like listening to <laughs> first and last and he gets to episode 48 and just like, fuck you, Steven Spielberg. And he's like, hey, what the fuck, man? <laughs> Turns it off. I'm never listening to that again. Oh, man. Steven, if you... I didn't mean it. <laughs> Steven. Steven, if if you're mad at me, back Joe's going to tell you right now where to tweet. To tweet tell. at us at... FNL pad podcast <laughs> podcast. Oh, we've done this so many times F- and I still can't say F- it. Right. FNL mash cast. <laughs> it's now a mash cast. FNL podcast and at Gmail at FNL podcast 
at gmail.com. And the Facebooks. For all your MASH needs. For everything mm-hmm. you need to know for MASH. <laughs> and and yeah. mash like shows. Uh, just ask us, email us, we'll Google it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Maybe a little bit of Frasier. For all your Frasier reboot needs. Do we need to talk about that really quick? I don't have any idea how they would continue that show. Well, Martin like Martin's dead, like the actor is dead. Like what are you gonna do? Recast. <laughs> oh god. Oh, man. I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm vehemently That dog is for sure dead. <laughs> yeah, that dog's dead now. I'm v ve- I'm I'd be vehemently against uh Fraser reboot. I just don't know what they would do with the old Niles and an old Fraser like uh. Ugh. And it's not the nineties anymore and I feel like the vibe of Fraser is like very nineties. Yeah, it's like a it's like it would be hard to make a Seinfeld today mm-hmm. kind of thing. It'd be hard to make a Fraser today. Mm-hmm. So hey, don't do this. <laughs> Kelsey Grammer, Kelsey, just do just... a show where you're Beast from X Men, because that was awesome. Kelsey Grammer, you made a perfect show. You don't need to ruin it by making a non-perfect reboot. Mm-hmm. I know, yeah, I know it's the trendy thing to do right now. Get that cash, I, whatever. Yeah, man. I mean, get your cash. But <laughs> <laughs> what if it's a show around Frederick and like Frederick Ugh, is a hate it. Frederick has a podcast. Hate it. <laughs> <laughs> Where he's where he's hey. not listening, but people are listening to him. Hey. It's like a thirty-five-year-old Fre- Frederick. Frederick has like a true crime podcast. Or he's something. living hey. in Lilith's uh, <laughs> living in Lilith's basement. Yeah, man. Oh, take We're a shot just... every time I say I hate it. <laughs> no. Uh, All right. Well, now that our public service announcement. At the end of this episode is done. <laughs> we appreciate you all for going on this mash journey with us. And we will see you next week for another episode of First and Last. Cool. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>